Hello, all divine people. In this show, you will hear interview with one of our passionate business owners here in Divine Naples and his story, what he does, why he does it, and uh, also how he got to what he's doing. And we are so passionate that we want to remind you, we can always send us email info at divinenaples.com to sign up to be interviewed. And this uh, show is sponsored by beachsos.com. Uh, anything you need on a beach, we will gladly deliver to you. Just go to beachsos.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, all divine people. Episode 420. We have a very special guest here that been uh, made in Colombia, uh, raised in Brooklyn, New York, in Jewish Orthodox neighborhood, and moved as a kid to Naples, Florida. Salsa, reggae, house music, Motown, hip-hop, freestyle. That's the music that he was surrounded whole life with. And um, from this melting pot, uh, full of love, great energy, and always smiling, our winning DJ Seron. Did I say it right? You said it correctly. Thank you so much for having me today. No, thank you for being here. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've been talking about this for a while, um, but uh, I think, uh, you know, there's another circumstances which we'll touch a little later why you're here. But mainly, I, I just i am here so eager to know your story. Sounds great. Let's, 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 let's go. Do you know what is in front of you? What's in front of me right yeah. now? Uh, a very handsome man. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what I want to see. It's a microphone. Oh, the microphone. Yeah, do you know yes, how to yes, use yes. it? Yes, I've seen one. I've seen a couple in my <laughs> All life. All right. Yes. Uh, you are here in our studio first time. Nervous? No, no. Why? Why? We're two friends and just having a conversation. We, we used to have smaller studio. We've been rubbing, uh, you know, uh, the elbows and, and knees, and it was really too close, so we built a little bigger one. Two extra square feet. It's very nice. No claustrophobic? No, not at all. Extra messy. We're still uh, digging out from the flood that we've been, uh, you know, five months ago, so I excuse myself, but we're still working. We're working uh, very hard, and the whole idea is to bring uh, interesting people to people's ears here in uh, Naples, Florida, and... Uh, I just, uh, I tell you, the, the story with you is, my personal story with you is long and, and I'm so happy you are here today, I tell you. I've been watching you for a very long time, you don't even know. Uh, yes. I think I mentioned it once, uh, maybe like what, 14 years, 15 years ago, I see you sitting here in the, in the coffee shop and I, I Google who you are and I kind of start learning. And um, I'm really happy that you are here because you don't know something about me and that is I used to be DJ. Oh, wow. No, I did not know that. And I used to work in radio. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Where? In uh, in Europe. We don't, uh, we, I mean, we have this thing like nobody knows where I'm from, so we're going to keep it that way. And uh, just uh, just to the fact that I never went that career because I had to go to army, so there was a little mm. break. And uh, when I came back from army, everything changes. So, you know, I just kind of have that, uh, have that little soft uh, spot in my heart for people that is still in that industry because I know it takes to have uh, you know very talented fingers and hands uh, and doing what you're doing so thank you for being here because uh, I never believe you're gonna be actually sitting in my studio one day of course why not you never ask no well, <laughs> never had that opportunity so tell me um, you know here, here we are in Naples uh, you have your career but I want to know a little bit more about how this whole thing started I mean there's the, just the, the intro very interesting made in Colombia yes I was actually born there I was born in Colombia and my parents, we came to um, the United States. I was probably two years old, and we landed in Brooklyn, New York. That's where you grew up? Yeah. yeah. So, went to school there? I went to school there, middle school, high school. I did all my schooling over there. So, when was the first time you landed in Naples? The first time I landed in Naples... Do you remember that? 
No, not really. Um, it was a very long time ago because a lot of my family members, when they did leave, um, um, were, were from uh, Colombia, and we came to. A lot of them went to Naples. I mm -hmm. don't know why Naples in the early '80s, mm -hmm. and my parents went to New York. So I've been visiting a lot, especially in the summers when I would go into uh, summer vacation. Mm -hmm. I would come to Naples. So, so you, I mean, what, what was that? What you were 10, 11, 12, 15? I was probably 8, 10, 11, oh, that 12. Early. Yeah, I would come down because uh, my parents would work all the time. And then when summer came, you know, they didn't want to leave me alone. Uh, so I would come down and stay with my aunts and my uncles and, and, and see the other side of my family that I never get to see throughout the whole year. Oh, so how, do you remember the first time when you came to Naples? What the impression that city made on you? Um, we don't uh, gonna, we don't gonna ask what year was it because we will expose your age. You look very young, <laughs> so we don't have to uh, go that route. But you know, just uh, just wanna know because I, I know exactly the first moment when I came. It, it was waste. Everything was slower. Again, I'm coming from uh, Brooklyn, New York. You know, the concrete jungle and New York City, and so coming down to Naples, everything just was slower. Um, very hot very hot right um but it was always fun it was always fun i got to see a lot of beautiful family members and and cousins and even nephews i got a nephew that's like around my age and it was good to see family here in naples do you have yes, family yes i have a lot i have a lot of family so here. you don't you never had to pay for a stay right you never had to pay for a condominium or a hotel no, or anything no, like that nothing very lucky <laughs> yes yeah, stay with family you know what i always say about people uh i say uh, buy a condo in naples and find out how many friends and family you have oh yeah everybody and their mother comes and i just made this rule in my uh, house and that is uh everyone who comes to visit is like a fish Really? Yeah, they start stinking after three days. Rear. They gotta go. <laughs> I hear you. You know, it's just like if you think of it, like uh, they would like to. Everybody would like to move move here, but you know that doesn't bother me. But uh, you know, we have our schedules, and everybody's busy here and moving around, and you have to do things and um, you know, kind of uh, get your life situated because uh, you know, let's be honest, it's not cheap to live here. No. And and then uh, somebody comes here and they want to go there, they want to go to Orlando, Kiwas, and all these vacations. I did them so many times uh, in my life that I'm really not interested anymore. I hear you. So, you know, you were one of those fishes then. Yes. Yeah, good. I'm yeah. glad you survived. <laughs> Nobody put you in a hook. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, then from there, uh, when was the last time? I mean, when was the time when you actually thought, okay, maybe, but what was the reason why you, you moved down here? I came down here because uh, my mom moved down. So, pretty much the only people that were left it was my dad and myself up in New York. Uh, so, when my mom came down, she always just kept on telling me, come down, come down. And I really just didn't want to um, come down because all I knew was New York and all my friends friends were there. Not much family. I really grew up with a, a lot of friends. Um, and they came to the point that I just said, you know what? Let me give Naples a shot. And I came down and I just fell in love. It's, it's, it's something else. Naples is different. I've, I've traveled a lot. I go a lot to places because of what I do for a living. But nothing beats Naples, man. Naples is it's, right. it's different. Let's just before we go to Naples. Uh, so, what you remember from the childhood? What was the, you know, what I mean? Do you have good memories there? I mean, uh, you, is there anything you're missing from New York? From New York, mm, I remember just growing up there, growing up there, the people, and like I said, it was it was. I grew up with friends, you uh -huh. know. So, my grandmother was the lady down the street. You know, wow. my, my sister was my next door neighbor. My brothers were my best friends um so naples i mean new york for me has that 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 feel of 
you know, childhood. Like the family, close, yeah, everybody yeah. close. Childhood. I mean, same. I mean, same thing in Europe. I mean, that's something Naples doesn't have, and uh, that is like your neighbors. You know, sometimes smack your face because you did something wrong, and uh, and then you don't have to, you know, be punished by your parents because everybody functions as a family. Everybody right. looking after uh, each other, and, and that's just something Naples cannot offer because everything is too far. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you have to drive. You don't even have buses here. No, no. And that's what keeps different people out, out of here. You know, when people want to go to a bigger city, it's because they do have trains. They do have public transportation. But when you come to Naples, it's like you have to have a car. Right. You know, you have to have a car or a motorcycle or something to get you around. Um, and that's, I think, what keeps it also exclusive and clean and, and, and different. Right. So when you've been in uh, New York, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a very different city, different life. Uh, they say the city that never sleeps. Do, do you feel that way? Absolutely. Meaning over there, you, anything you want, you could do. You're hungry at four in the morning or three in the afternoon. You, there's always something to do there. Did you start doing music there? Uh, sure. Yes, I did. You know, I've always been in love with music. It's always been a different level of how I played with music. Uh, if it was like for escaping, I would listen to music or house parties as a kid in middle school or or high school, I would I would DJ those. Or, uh, but music was always involved in my life. It's something that I've always loved, and it's always been there. So, what? How, tell me, how did you start playing? What what equipment did you use? And tapes? Was was it LPs? It, it, it was. What a, is it? I actually had a good friend of mine, and his older brother was a DJ, <clears throat> and he had the turntables. He had the techniques, and he would go to the clubs and do all that. So when he wasn't at the club and when he wasn't working, let's say Monday through Thursday. Uh, he would have that set up in his living room, and then that's when I would come around and and play with that stuff. <laughs> right. So you learn from uh, somebody who already been in that industry. Yeah, yeah. Pre- well, he never sat down with me and played. I don't think um, he was a big fan when I would touch his stuff. You know, me uh-huh. being me being so young. Uh, but I think he saw that it, there was a lot of respect every time I, I did touch it. Uh, it wasn't a toy for me. Uh-huh. It was an instrument. Um, so, so yeah. And uh, first, do you remember the first time you played for people? Um, the first time, I don't, it doesn't like, don't tell me that all you forgot. <laughs> it just cannot happen. No, well, again, like I, I would do it at, at school events. I would do right. it at um, house parties. So it wasn't like a, a thing that stood in my brain. You know, uh, I, I think that what I'm trying to find out is like the competition. I mean, everybody thinks there are DJs these days, you know, absolutely. everybody who can buy because it's very affordable equipment today. So, you know, I, I don't think it's very hard for people to call themselves exactly what, you know, they think they can uh, be part of part time. But right. somebody full time like you, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's just different, you know, different game. And uh I just want to find out what was like, uh, you know, life uh, as a DJ then. You know, was that competition that you know, was hard to start a business? You know, I just want to know. What I think for me, it just came supernatural because I have a lot of um, um, hospitality biz uh, experience. I, right. I, I've, I've been a server, banquet server. I've been um, bartending. I so I really know the back of the house and the front of the house very well. Um, so when I transition into, you know what, I, I really should do what I love for a living. I should really take this hobby that's always been part of me and take it into um, the next level and really embrace it. Uh, it really came naturally. It really came easy for me. So what age you started? Um, meaning that I started doing it as a living? Not as a living, but I mean, it takes time to get to that level. Right. But, but uh, as a, you know, you start experimenting. 
Oh, experimenting with music? Like a video people, you know, like going publicly. Uh, probably... 14, 15. I was going to say probably 12, 13. Oh, literally. Yeah, that I started doing with the middle schools and all that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you remember how you felt? Like, were you nervous? Never, it was never nervous. It was more exciting. It was more like, what am I going to do for these people? And right. how am I going to make them move? And and hopefully they know this song. And I really like it, so I hope they do. And I hope people, they understand it. Right. People don't understand one thing. And it is uh, the most, uh, not disappointing, but depressing moment is when people leave your uh, floor. It's just like, for me, it was like, I immediately had always backup song that will bring him back. So as soon yes, as I yes. see them leaving, <laughs> I always just like switched it in the middle of the, okay, that didn't work. I'm not going to ever do that again. That song is off my list. Yeah, yeah. Do you have those moments? Mm, not really. Like, let's say when I have that dance floor really, really full, I'm going to, I really get a feeling of what's what's going to work now you experience you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah, i mean i already know they're they're proven uh, tunes that <laughs> never disappoint but yeah. in beginnings you know that's i think i had the experience like that in beginnings you you're learning and that's uh, just like you don't want to disappoint people you don't want to leave them you don't want to you know let them go right 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 yeah, it's I very energizing you. when people are uh, you know uh dancing and you you are the one moving them yeah you have Isn't the power it? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so you started early, and then uh, uh, how did that happen? What was the biggest event in New York that you play in? Um, the biggest event that I've done in New York, um, the really big one was that I opened for Steve Aoki, and it was in. Um, I'm trying to think the name of the club. I think it was called Tao, or across. I think it was called Tao, uh, and it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. How many people? I think there was like a um, maybe. It was like around uh, maybe 1,200. Oh, nice. A thousand people, yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. And that happened just recently? or uh, No, I think that happened, what, maybe two, three years ago it was. Oh, uh, just now? Yeah, yeah I, op cool. I opened for him, and then he performed, and then I got to close for him. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's congratulations. So the energy, was, the energy was there. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> so tell me, um, you know, you are in New York going, uh, have you, have you like, moved? I mean, car or have you, like, a DJ, have you moved around? As a kid, well, parents. Oh, oh, as a kid, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of times I didn't have to move a lot of equipment, um, you know. So I, I would just have like the headphones, or I would have um, uh, the music that I was going to play. I really didn't do a lot of the um, the, the records on live or, or like at events. Mm -hmm. uh, we were transitioning more into the CDs, so I would just bring the CDs with me. I really didn't have a lot of equipment at the time. So you started nineties. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You see, how did I do? Yeah. Late yeah. 90s. Yeah. 99. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're just buying more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> younger years. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> 99, I already know what happened. <laughs> nice. Nice try. Yeah. So, um, anything you would uh, you would bring from New York uh, that you, you know, like a, a energy of the parties and everything that you would suggest you start here? You know, uh, people live there. It seems it seems like Naples is not too much of a club, uh, you know, uh, place. So anything you would suggest to bring it over here? No, no. Meaning ideas. Th there is there is clubs here. I'm true. I'll say that I feel bad to even say it, but I've never really attended clubs here. It's really not my thing. So you're already over that that age. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really never into the club thing. I no. think I think it's because I just I'd rather be doing the music. 
uh, and it's too loud in there or meaning as a spectator I, I don't do well yeah well same thing I, I just asking because you know there's always ideas that we need to bring from different places and maybe try them here because there's more and more people moving here yeah. younger and younger and sometimes you just uh, there's nowhere to go and, and something is missing so I wonder if you have some ideas so we can maybe collaborate and put them together you never know no well, well one thing that I was always saying that we never or we don't have here and I just read it I think it was yesterday that there is one opening um, I, I don't know how the, how you call them. That it looks like a like a laundromat and oh, uh, speak, speak, speak easy. easy, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. They 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 planning to open that in in uh, um, I think it's uh, on uh, Central Avenue. Yes, yeah. yeah I, re I recall a cousin of mine. He took me to one in New York, and it, I, I was I was shocked. It was really cool experience, and uh, it was actually a coffee shop in the in, in the front and. It, it, they had the machines and everything was very it, it was closed and I was like why are we in here um, and then he opened up another a side door and it was another world that's why I'm asking you know just like Th those, those are super cool right so there's new things happening in Naples and people bringing ideas from different cities so that's how I'm giving you opportunity to be the first one publicly say yeah. what we should be doing here yeah yeah you, know, you never know well, maybe you have plans you don't want to show. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, what do you remember exactly the year that you moved to Naples? No, I think it was uh, right after the towers came down. Um, oh, 2001? Yeah, 2002? That, something like that, yeah. yeah. And uh, you said, okay, I'm here, never going back? Um, I guess that's how it was. Yeah, when I came down here, um, was here with my mom, the whole family was down here, and I was just like, you know what? This is, this is my new home. Is it? Yeah, it is. It has become. You have beautiful wife. Uh, did you guys gorgeous? Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> cannot say too much about it because this, uh, the table is too small. You can still reach my face. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you guys might meet here. Yes, we did meet here. Yeah. So, what, what year was it? Uh, we met in 2017. Oh, that, that just, you're not married that long. No, no, not that long. Yeah, so you're still fresh. Yes, you're yes. still finding out what marriage life is about. It was love at first sight. Uh, it's still love. I can see <laughs> it. You guys, you guys have always good, uh, you know, good mood, and I just uh, yeah, you have to, to be. You have yeah. to be. You know, you're breathing, and you're in Naples, Florida. You know, so, what more could you ask for? Right, but when you told her you DJ, I mean, there was it like a positive for you, or or played a positive or negative? Did she find out? Oh, may, you may not be home in the evenings. I don't know. I don't know how people take it when I say that that I'm a DJ. No, are your wife? Uh, well, the way she took it, I think, well, um, well that's what, the way I took it. I don't think she, she judged me or thought negative or positive. I don't know how she took it. No, but then she find out she's going to be home a lot of nights uh, alone, you know. That's yeah. just uh, one of the downsides on that thing. Yeah. Well, she doesn't mind? No, I think she's okay with that. Yeah? yeah. Well, we find out. Yes. <laughs> um, part two. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, uh, Naples, uh, you brought your, um, you know, your job or your profession yes did you know there's a market for it or um, did you have to adjust because you know if you're playing clubs in new york and now you come to naples it's sleeping town and when you find out there's a lot of people driving uh like they're alone in the street because they're aged and you just wake up and you say hey uh is this whole city the, the, the way the, the what way am I, I gonna do here the way i i, I, I you didn't plan to like play in nursing homes did you no 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 uh i i i think initially i've always wanted to do the private event market uh, and that's the way I, w I went. I really never played at a club here. Uh, if I have played at a club, it's because the client pretty much buys the whole club. If I have performed at you know a, a specific a a place, mm -hmm. it's because the client has bought the whole night, and right. I I'm playing at that specific club. 
but I, I've never DJed at a club here. Um, so everything has been just private events. And uh, do you have a lot of them in uh, private homes or, you know, it's all over? Yes. If it's country clubs, if it's hotels, private homes, um, wherever, you know, we could have an event. That's where. Yeah. I see a lot of times you do weddings, right? I do a lot Is of weddings. Is that something you like to do or? I love weddings because of how complex they are, uh, how much, you know, the, all the hold moving on just parts. Like you said the word, which is very interesting, complex. People don't realize some of the things that looks, uh, you know, uh, everybody's happy. It looks simple. Uh, right. They may just have something behind that uh, a lot of people, you know, m- need to put together. Can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, like how complex people need to understand what this whole thing means, you know? Of of a wedding, per se? Yeah, just, you know, putting it together as a as a DJ, you know, it's just like you prepare for it. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? I want to know all nine yards. So people understand how, uh, how seriously you take this job because, you know, you have uh, maybe not just two hours playing. You have longer. I mean, people just may be there whole night. So tell me from beginning uh, to the end how this looks like for you that day. Well, for me, is is everything that day, uh, uh, meaning a wedding is supposedly you get married once <laughs> so i'm there to make sure that it, it is perfect make sure that i make their dream come true so there's a lot of communication a lot of talking between the the client and i uh, and the more that i know about them and the more they tell me about them and their family and friends the much more successful the event is going to be um, so I, i can't express that enough i'm never here to say no um, but i'm always here to give you food for thought and give you ideas But at the end of the day, it's whatever the client wants. Uh, so again, the secret to my success is just listening to what they want and making it come true. And so how long are you preparing for something like this? It all depends. I have clients that call me a year and a half in advance, a year. Um, maybe for a wedding, I, I typically, I think it's, I would say six months is usually um, the closest. Uh, so there's a lot of preparation uh, to put it together. And um, people normally uh, contact you all over the world, and or you travel for that uh, type of job, or you just do it exclusively in Naples? No, wherever it is. Uh, I would say that, um, so I don't want to say 100%, but I would say 99% of all the stamps that I have on my passport is because of... Weddings. Um, yeah, weddings. Not really, but um, that we do their event here because we live in Naples, and Naples is a destination area. So we do a lot of the events here. And then when they go back home, wherever it is, um, they call me again. Hey, now my other daughter's getting married or now we're having this event or now we're having this party. And then they start flying me. Um, so that's where a lot of my travel comes from is from doing events. Um, so how long have you been doing this for so for so far? Um, that's that, that, that this is the only thing I do for a living. Um, probably, I think I'm going on my 15th year. 15th year. Yeah, I would say something like that. And I'll be getting to your age. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, 15 years, uh, five or eight of that was me dreaming. So probably I've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, a <laughs> dream came true, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of fun. I really don't see it as work. Well, that's uh, one of the things uh, is good that uh, you have a customers. Uh, they're getting married once, but they have the rest of the family. Yes. And if it's a big family, you want to you know, be very... A creative uh, on how you pick up your customer you know you have to uh, screen them and say hey how big is your family right <laughs> you don't drinking that coffee we made you oh uh, it was very very hot oh now it's uh, cold 
No, no. So um, you satisfying them, uh, you know, with the music. Uh, how that looks like? I mean, you start uh, uh, in the beginning before you know they walk, uh, walk. What do you call it? You know, walk ceremony. Ceremony. So you start. Yeah, uh, it really just depends. And when I sit down with them, I ask them because a lot of them get married at a church. A lot of them might be getting married at the venue. Uh, so I do offer everything. I do offer to do amplification. Um, for the ceremony and then I do also do if they're needing cocktail hour I also have music for them there and then once the reception starts um, all hell breaks loose in there oh yeah right <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of you do you're very good in Instagram and uh, if anybody's interested in the end we're gonna give them the whole uh, you know handle for all the social media so they can you know Thank catch you. up with you but you know it's just like it's nice when you uh, can share those happy moments and people can see it and uh, they can kind of imagine what uh, could be like from somebody professional they don't have to worry about music that's one of the things that you know I think is probably one of the most important things like uh, flowers you know or food yes yeah it's it's part of that whole experience that uh, you don't want to disappoint you know so i'm sure i'm sure there's a moments when something happens something bad but you know if there's few drinks people forget about it quickly so go ahead and drink the coffee right now because i'm, I'm i've been very blessed um i would say that all of the events that i've done i've bad a thousand um there has been thousand a, events uh no no I've, I, well yeah i've done more than that but what i'm saying is that all the events that i've done have been successful uh, i have had uh hiccups at events but um, thank God that um, only I knew what was going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the clients and you know they were and their guests had a, a great time. You see, this is the, what uh, people don't realize. I mean, if you take this professionally and you do this for a while, you always have a little backup. Uh, you know, you never show up with one computer, and you just always have something that if uh, something happens, you have to act very quickly. And uh, you know this the whole planning it's uh, it's it's a lot of work people don't realize I mean just being DJ and that's what I said in the beginning that everybody you know can be a DJ today it's yeah. very simple you can do it from an iPhone I mean the technology is amazing yes these days I mean but if any grew up with something very uh, complex like a you know a piece and start there and growing up you learn in a hard way it's a lot a lot of pressure yeah um, especially doing these kind of events because that's why they're hiring you. That's why they don't care what your, you know, how much you cost, or they just want to have a great time. They they want it to be a successful uh, event. So it, it it comes with a lot of pressure. But again, it's something that I love. It's something that um, I'm okay with. Yeah. So now we're gonna need to drink coffee. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> this is uh, why we are here. Uh, keep you, um, you know, keep you up so you don't fall asleep with my voice here. Um, so uh, do you dance? Very little, slim to none. Yeah, I, do you know how to dance? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, because you're Latino, right? right. I mean, you have the color of the skin, unless you're Italian student. I think it came in the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not me. No. Uh, no. I, don't. <laughs> I just, I really, I, I don't drink uh, because now these years I just, you know, I just don't not interested. Uh, you know, one glass of wine put me in sleep. But before, I would have to take a lot of drinks to be to have that. You know, like I will dance, embarrass myself enough. Wow. Because you know, when he's standing behind the equipment, you just like you miss all those days that uh, you know they're teaching uh, somebody to move, yeah. and I don't have that written. So uh, you know, you, you kind of uh, have better, you in better situation than me. So wow. do you dance with the, when you play? Do you dance with people? You like I, cheer I think, them up? And I think well, no, I well behind the, the turntables, I do move around, and I it, it's it's impossible not to. Uh, you know, to start feeling all that, 
all the music and the and the bass and the sound and the energy that's there. It's very hard not to. So you to have a around. you have a van which is a Sprinter. I yes. mean, is it full of equipment? It's always full. Yes, yes. So you have lights, you have uh, big speakers. I got everything in there. Yeah. So so anybody <laughs> who calls you for any type of event. So what type of event? Like you you prefer weddings? I mean, I understand. It's yeah, happy like moment. Weddings. I think just the energy. You're doing something for somebody. You know, they have they keep the you know videos and pictures and everything, and you dare. Uh, part of it and making them uh, you know that just the day special I think it's not just pressure but it's just it must be really cool it's it's very fun and let's say that the, the biggest difference is the um, when you're getting married is these two families that are going to come together um, if it's American and American or if it's an Asian and a Latino or Latino and a you know European or, so I the spectrum is not that wide Mm -hmm. When I could play because I know that I'm gonna play. Okay. He's Latin song. I am gonna touch Latin music uh, And she is European so I'll play this kind of music and 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 I, and I have fun with it When you go into corporate events the spectrum is just so wide. I have so many people in the room uh, So that, that's a lot of fun also for me because I get to play genres that I typically don't get to play mm -hmm. uh, So that makes it a lot of fun for me also. So meaning all the all the events. I welcome them um, They all have a little different way that I how I tackle them, uh, but it's fun. I mean, is your weddings is your priority? I would say, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, because of all the moving parts, um, if you want it to come out. So you still didn't answer my question. How long it takes to prepare on a wedding? It really depends. Meaning, I, I've had weddings that we are communicating for. I would say over a year. No, no, no. I, I understand that, but for you, as a, as a like day starts for oh, you day. early six o'clock, and I, I just want to know. Got it, got it. Okay, so let's say if we haven't like let's say I have a wedding this this coming week, um, if it the ceremony let's say it's at four o'clock, uh -huh. I'll probably arrive to the venue around noon or one o'clock. But I would assume you check your van, make sure you have that, double check you know boxes, everything, make sure everything works. Yeah, definitely make sure that you know I have all that is needed that evening. Um, and then I would just go. Uh, I do have a couple of assistants with me. It just depends also. So how you don't big. go by yourself. You have you have to. Yeah, help. It, it depends how big uh, or the manic magnitude of the event is. Right. Uh, if I have to bring trusses or I have to bring different lighting or what kind of sound system. Uh, so it just all depends. All the events are different. It's not like I'm always setting up for the same kind of event, the same kind of sound system. Uh, so it all just every every event is different. So you start what five hours, six hours before you go, and just make sure you have music, download everything. Yeah, everything will be set and ready. All the different locations. I would say at least an hour before the event starts. So I will make sure that everything is set and ready. Uh, the client could come and have a walkthrough, um, and and once the guests start arriving, there will be music playing. So you start four o'clock playing, you know, and then what time you finish? Uh, again, 4 a.m. Again, it's 12 all, hour it's job. All, it's all different. Very different. Did you have weddings 12 hours? I do, but those are more out of the country. U.S. usually is like uh, noon or I mean midnight or you know two in the morning max. And a lot of it is because of the, hotel, the hotels yeah. and the noise ordinance, and we, they don't stay over that late. And I believe also in in, in Naples, I think after two o'clock, there's no more liquor. 
So a, a lot of on the, a part as you a can. Lot, a lot of the events. You cannot uh, sell them, right? You right, you can't sell them. So a lot of the hotels are just yeah, going to be yeah, like, yeah. all right, let's let's cut it off at, at two in the let's morning. Let's go to somebody's house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, if it's if it's a private residence, yeah, we could stay longer. Well, sometimes because a lot of the neighbors start calling the cops. I just uh, the reason why I'm asking. So, I mean, I understand the protest. I've been through it. I've been doing it. You know, so I understand people don't have idea what it takes to have professional person taking care of that part if it's just music and and make everybody remember that whole evening or afternoon or the whole day just you know having fun and yeah. and yeah. you know people need to understand whatever the price uh, comes with it because of course uh, you know professionals need to be paid it's it's always they they will question and I, I, th- I think it's justifiable they have to understand there's so much work before and so much work after because right. you know it's just not finished when you you kind of clocked out and pull last cable and go home this is not the end of it I mean you still have to you know taking care of the equipment and and uh, you know just before you get I mean you may leave two o'clock but before you get to the bed it's five six o'clock in the morning you know? absolutely yeah. and another thing which people don't understand is like for example when I used to play uh, I had events Friday and Saturday and Saturday I, w- I had the, I mean every Saturday Saturday, I have between 600 to 900 people, right. big ballroom, and uh, one thing I introduced was I played non-stop, no, no breaks, but before, you know, a lot of yes. people had just a little break. So eight hours when you're playing, I mean, you sleep whole day after it. <laughs> people don't understand how exhausting that is. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's just so much adrenaline and so much uh, energy that you put up there. It's just very physically demanding. So, you know, I, I just want to uh, f- want, want people to understand, if you hire that uh, that DJ who is uh, selling shoes uh, in, a, <laughs> in during the week, yes. and then on Saturday he takes a couple speakers out of the garage, and, and you, you know, this is what you, what this is your life, there's a big difference. Yeah, I always tell my clients that um, I don't like to sound narcissistic to say that I'm the most important vendor in the room. Um, but I always do tell them that a, a beer is going to taste the same here or wherever the event is going to be. A steak might taste a little better here or there. Um, but what people are really going to remember about your event or your wedding or whatever it is that you're having is going to be your entertainer. It's going to be that guy or that band that you have up there. Um, that's what people are going to post. Nobody's going to post the food of their shrimp or their, you know, their steak. Or people are going to be talking about how the evening unfolded, how beautiful that timeline felt, um, how you danced on the dance floor, uh, and that's what it's really all about. At the end of the day, if it's all, all these family members coming together into that's one space, it's to celebrate, it's to have fun. It's you know the food and all that is yeah, it, it has to be there, right? Um, but the uh, but the dancing and the entertaining and how you made those people feel and oh my god I can't believe he played that song or he played that genre or, or you know what I went up to him and asked him to play the song and you know, it, it, he did play it. It's not just that, but people here in the United States, United States is a huge man. It's yes, a it huge is. country. Yes, you can you can uh, watch sunset. Um, you know, uh, one day. Uh, over the ocean and then the next morning you can be skiing. I mean, it's just yes. the insane country. It doesn't happen in many places in the world. I mean, people yeah. come here for event like a, like wedding from all around the world and uh, all the states in the United States and, you know, you are the one putting them together, bringing the memories together and, you know, I think it's, it's what you're saying. It's very important. It's very. You know, so you can, you know, some people just uh, don't really care about food that much when uh, they can have uh, extra beers and dance, you know. I just know how much time, effort energy money everything that is putting to have this event happening you know you are having a lot of family members flying in you have a lot of friends 
booking hotels, getting cars, you know, every just to be part of this event. And I know how important it is. Um, so it's I give it 110 percent all the time. I think over the years, you probably your name is on the top of the list. Most country clubs, when somebody asks, you know, I want to do wedding here. And do you get a lot of calls from certain country club, which is your favorite? We have hundred different, uh, you know, golf country clubs. There's here. So, so many. Yes. So which one is your favorite? I mean, the setup, you know, the the sound and the rooms. The, I mean, can you suggest if somebody listening to this and want to get married, would you suggest where you know if you want me as a DJ, this is where I want to play. Go there. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, meaning you just can't go wrong with Naples. You know, Naples, you cannot go wrong. If it's from the Ritz-Carlton, if it's from La Playa, you just can't go wrong. Any At the end of the day, I always tell people we could party in a garage. Can you take me one day with you? Always. Come. I will not touch your equipment. No, you could touch. Yeah, Why not? No, 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 no. I just want to see it. Just be gentle. <laughs> just just want to be a little bit in that energy again, you know. Of I'm sitting here in my studio by myself, very lonely. <laughs> Sometimes I'm talking to myself, you know, so just want to see uh, how this whole thing is. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful with all this new technology and all the different options that you have, you know. Back in the day, you would have to make one trip with the equipment and yeah. then the other trip for you got to bring the music yeah all this stuff it's you just know, boxes it's and just boxes. crates and crates of stuff and then you know it evolved to other things and other things and now it's uh well not this is how i do it and uh, now i I'm, i'm pretty much all digital so in a blink of an eye i can have anything playing and and now with the digital turntables you could just do so much how many songs do you have I will have uh, probably close to a terabyte, and I believe. No, I mean the number. People don't know what a terabyte means. Uh, yeah, I was you can go, you uh, can shrink and squeeze I, it. I was gonna go into that. I would say that one gig of of, of music is about 250 songs, mm-hmm. um, and then a terabyte. Um, it's 250,000 songs. Yeah. Okay. That so sounds like a probably, quarter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you know all of them? No, of course not. But what I do, it, I, w- I would say that 95% of what I do is about um, 10 gigs of music. That That's my to-go. You go through the night? That, yeah. Well, not all, all the time, but that's like what I always go to. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the other rest of, of all those songs are when people do come up to me and say, hey, do you have that You know that Whitney Houston you know, third, all right, so, third uh, CD track three? N- now, this is the question. Uh, yeah. Which is your opening song? Yeah, I mean, DJ has an opening song. Which one is yours? I don't. I, I really don't. I, because, again, it just depends. If it was like a nightclub or if it was a, a wedding, everything is just so different. And, and what's in front of me, I really go by feel. I really uh-huh. go by what's in front of me. What is your closing uh, song? Um, my Well, like the last, last thing, yeah. like the way I say goodbye. Yeah. I do uh, Looney Tunes. <laughs> really? Do you speak in microphone during the event? I really stay away from the mic. I, I I'm not that kind of DJ that um, screams and put your hands up. And I just think it's for me, for me personally, it's very cheesy. And also, uh, it takes away. Uh, I get, I grab the microphone and I talk. It looks like everybody just stops what they're doing and like, oh, what is he saying? And 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 I just it kills the mood. Right. So I really let my music speak for me. Uh, the only times that I do get on that microphone is to let people know what's happening next in regards to the timeline. Right. But um, I really don't grab the mic too much. So my opening song was when I introduced the night and I just uh, told them what's coming whole night and didn't speak to Mike during the this. night. Was uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Don't Worry Be Happy. Don't Worry Be Happy. Okay. Yeah. And my closing song was Not A Day In Paradise. 
Okay. Is it Phil Collins? Yeah. Nice. And that just, uh, you know, um, the times when I start, like when I pick those songs, when I start really like the career, I didn't even know what those songs were about. Wow. I had, didn't understand any English. You didn't understand. So I had to had the dictionary, and and I would probably go just uh, translate the name, so I know what the name is. But other than that, I had no idea what the people sing about. Like, you know, just uh, just a special, um, you know, like the music has the special thing. Like uh, no matter what English, uh, what, what language it is, you, you just feel it. Absolutely. In our in our coffee and wine bar here, we play uh, mostly European music. Yep. And so I understand because I picked it right. <laughs> Just like uh, narcissist here. <laughs> but uh, the whole idea is to have a great experience here. So you know, uh, you should see some of the people tapping on the table, and it goes like, "You like the music? Yeah, it's nice." You know, and and I said, "This is how you feel." You know, you don't understand what I sing about. That's how I felt back in eighties, nineties. Good is good. You yeah, can't that's deny. Correct. I I was driving the other day, and I sent a. a, a a great friend of mine I sent her a song and, and I know that she likes country music and I send it and it, I just couldn't stop listening to this song uh, I actually pulled over and I was like hold on this song is so good it has to have a video to it right uh, I'm huge on videos so I'm, I'm on the side of the road with my hazards on and of course it had a video it was such a great video good feeling and then I send it to her and then she called me like maybe seven minutes later and she was like i would have never thought you would like country wow and i'm like you know what if it sounds great i'm all into it it doesn't yeah. matter the genre it doesn't matter the language you know music is music if it makes you feel good i'm all about it so uh you travel a lot um i mean what countries uh, you i mean of course you know colombia probably the yeah, best yeah. for I, you i've been there a couple of times yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming still family yes i do have a lot of family there i would say that well the the family that's still there it's all from my father's side mm -hmm. because everybody from my mother's side it's pretty much here in naples so uh if you let's say if you're doing the events are you doing like it was can you break it in percentage like 60 percent in uh, states and 40 percent out or is it less no no i would say it was way more here in the united states do you um, like to travel i for, do for business i i do I, I would say that all my traveling is because of so it so how do you do equipment then so um even if i leave the state and let's say in the united states i do give my clients the the option because a lot of them have seen the videos, they have seen the kind of lighting that I have, right. the, the kind of table that I have that it's personalized, the speakers and so on and so forth. So I do give them the option if they're here that I will travel. Um, but again, it's just it's cost effective. A lot of people don't care. Uh, because they do have to bring a, a crew with me. People don't understand. It, it's, it's like going a, to be a, yeah. a, a whole week thing. Uh, it's like a Formula driver. You have your own car. Yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you just don't like to <laughs> drive to a different car. Am I right? Meaning, a, a, a lot goes into it. You know, even from the gas to you know everything. There's so many things. Um, no, I'm talking about equipment. It's yeah, like yes, a, yes. Do you have a table? You have computer? You have all of those things? Has to be all with you, stuff. right? Yeah. It's like a musician carrying uh, you know his uh, his equipment that he. Plays and then if it's like out of the country or if I'm going to fly, I typically just take uh, two bags of gear and then one big suitcase. And and uh, anything, any private flights? I mean, you, I mean, just tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been blessed. I have a lot of great clients. and You don't have to name them, but big shots? No, no. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, really? They're cool people. Just let me know when you need to carry some kind of suitcase. I go with you. Sounds good. I, the one thing I, I recognize lately, I know how to sit on the private airplane. Oh, you do? Yeah. I've been training it. 
So now I just feel very confident that I'll be very fine with my ass on a private plane. So let me know when you need help. Just, just give me my little cheese plate and I'm yeah, good to go. That's what I do there? Yeah. yeah. You know, I like cheese. Uh, yeah. me, me too. <laughs> so do you like travel uh, different uh, big cities here, like uh, Los Angeles or anything? Can you tell us a little bit more? That yeah, yeah. Meaning I even go to uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Wow. Know? So I did a couple events for uh, a gentleman and... Now he has flown me a lot over there in regards to his daughter's wedding, uh, corporate events for him. Um, so again, all of the travels that I do do uh, are because I do events here in Naples, Florida. Right. And then again, we live. This is paradise. Absolutely, people have no idea. I mean, they, if you don't know what, yeah. Naples once you is, get connected and you do a good job, and you do whatever you say you're gonna do, and you don't lie, and you show up, and uh, all those things, basic things that uh, you know, business person should have. Um, you know, you, you just have to succeed. Yeah, you know, there's there's no failure. You, you said a couple of minutes ago in regards to that everybody and their mother's a DJ, and absolutely they are. And I've seen so many come and so many go and. Uh, and I guess that that is the difference that I, since day one, I've, I have taken it as a profession, as a job, because I've had so many jobs in the past and I know how hard it is to work. I know how hard it is to, to make a dollar um, and how challenging it is, especially if you don't have these degrees and schooling and this and that. And I was never that guy. Uh, that like schools and, and, and sitting down and getting diplomas and getting degrees. and So I, I do know how hard it is to make a dollar. Um, so when I decided, you know what, I'm going to take this. That's always been a hobby. That's always been a passion and a love for me. I'm, I, I want to take it to the next level. I, I wanted to make it my profession. And when I have done that, um, since day one, I've taken it as as professional as possible. Um, so you understand you're one of the most luckiest people in the world. I'm blessed. I'm yeah. extremely blessed. You know why? Because your hobby became to be your work, and this doesn't feel like you're going to work. You're just uh, doing what you love, and the passion that put behind it is that reflects the uh, end product. I've, I've, till this day, I still get um, not every gig, and I don't want to start sobbing, but uh, there are times that I'm up on stage and I'm seeing so many, you know, a sea of people and. I do get emotional and, and, and it's because at the end of this event, I'm thinking like, wow, somebody's going to come up to me, hug me and, and pay me money for doing this. Uh, so, yes, it's, it's a it's a huge blessing that I get to do this for a living. And yeah, I wouldn't change it. I mean, the money is, is understandable. You need to be paid for your work, but I'm, I bet you the hugs are more than anything they pay you. Just yeah. to know that they are happy and you did what they expected from you. And, you know, possibly you be, you know, in their, they will always remember you. Or possibly you may be in their family when their granddaughter uh, <laughs> grow up. <laughs> Hopefully I, you can I, do that that long. I am so thankful for all of my clients. Uh, I would say that all of them become a friend. You know, they're not just another bride that's calling me. There's not just another you know, president of a company that's calling me or no, I really become friends with these people. You know, uh, what if people, it's social media or calling right. them or calling them on their birthday or picking them at the airport. Uh, and again, it's because I can't believe I get to do it for a living. So I really love it. You said something which I just love on you. And that's what I said in the beginning. Energy, you know, smile. It's and all just, about energy. What, no, but whatever comes out of you as a person, you know, it just you recognize and realize one very important thing which a lot of business people don't have. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work for a corporation. It's not secret that I worked for Pepsi Cola. I was in uh, in the in the management, huh. and uh, I had really hard time uh, in the beginning until I realized one very important thing: business is not business. Business is relationships, and once you uh, create the relationships, they're forever. And uh, those are not your customers; they become to be friends and family. They do, and uh, you know you don't have to fight for that business anymore because the business comes to you. Right, and that's what uh, you know. You as a person, you have, and a lot of people don't realize that. You know, a lot of people think about today, and uh, I think it's more important <laughs> to to r- run a marathon than sprint. That's very very and true. And my uh, kind of you know motto is uh, slow is fast. Yeah, I never ever ever take for granted what I do for a living. It's not like oh you're supposed to or yes I am or no it's really not that I can't believe I'm I get so happy that they're actually from the moment that I pick up the phone and they're like hi is this the DJ guy is this DJ Coron Saron Coron you know they start mentioning all these names they really don't know who I am they just know that I am a DJ so from that moment to talk to them and have a conversation with them and then being part of their event. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, for me, it's it's, it's just amazing. Uh, so definitely, I do become part of there because a lot of there's a lot of talking, a lot of back and forth, right, right, right. a lot of communicating, a lot of emailing. Um, it's I mean, people don't know they are reaching to someone. You know, they know from pictures, videos, and maybe you know something from like uh, internet or social media. You need to drink that coffee again. Yes, I do. Yeah. It's that your blue eyes just yeah, I'm sorry. mesmerizing. Yeah. So through my glasses, they, mm. they're making mm-hmm. myself yeah. a little bit yeah. more sexy. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I have that effect on ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we're going to have to go there. <laughs> but while I'm walking, you can't be drinking. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, people don't realize uh, who you are until they, they meet you. And I have to, you know, admit one thing, and that uh, you know, we know each other for, you know, I don't know, a few years. But yes. I've been watching you for a long time, and uh, uh, that's just uh, for me. It's it's like watching somebody growing in that industry because I have, you know, soft part uh, yes. in my heart for that. But you know, it's just that knowing you as a person, people need to understand one thing: it's just it's just a generally loving person, and uh, you will do above and beyond, and and in full happiness. I never seen you upset. I mean, we didn't spend that much time on yeah. the weekends, but, you know, I'm sure there may be a moment. But, you know, just people need to know that uh, you're a real professional and and you're always in a good mood. And, uh, you know, that's because you're doing what you love. And uh, if they're listening, and I hope people will listen to this, you know, they just can skip the, uh, oh, I don't trust him. That just, I would never see that yeah. there would be a problem with you ever. And uh, just want to mention that because that's what I feel from you as a person. Thank you, thank you and, for your words. No, it's it's true, and and I'm just like really happy for you that you do what you love, and uh, you have a lot of friends, and um, and and I mean I would clearly say Naples become to be like a family. Everybody here kind of know you by you know what you do, and also that that truck is very visible. Yes, and the name is <laughs> like it's a perfect branding. You know, yes, yes, it's not something. But the, before we go to uh, something uh, I want to talk about because uh, that was not a part of I mean the main uh, uh, part of this interview but I think it's uh, something that I want to I want to mention because it's uh, a serious situation but uh, I want to ask you any celebrities you played for any celebrities that I played for yeah many which one 
given the names. Um, I did Muhammad this Ali. Is, this is portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> I performed at Muhammad Ali's daughter's wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, I performed. Before he died or after? Uh, yeah, before. So you met him? <laughs> yeah, something that I really just wish I would have done uh, was to take a picture with him. First, I didn't realize how tall he was. Um, so I, when I shook his hand, I was just at awe. Really? It's Muhammad Ali. Right. Um, but I just didn't want to bother him. What it, impression? It looks like he, everybody wants a picture with right, him. Right, right. And I just wanted to keep it professional. And I was like, I'll get it later. And I just never did. Uh, too bad. But you know what? You're, that's in your memories. You cannot delete it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to prove it and look at it before you go to sleep. You know what happened. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> so what impression he made on you? Super cool guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. Yeah. Give me next one. Uh, towards towards the end, he you know he he, he left the the room, but we, we had we had a good time. How the did they find you? Um, I think it was from the vendors list. Oh really? I believe the Ritz gave him um, my name. Here, uh, where was the wedding? It was at the Ritz Carlton here in in, in Naples. Uh, yep, in the beach. Really? Mm-hmm. When was it? Um, it was a couple of years ago. I don't know the year. Where was I? Uh, you were probably working. You're a hard-working uh, sure, man. That's right. That's Always right, working. Yeah. yeah. I've worked 28 hours in a day. Yeah? I work faster. H- how long? How many? 28. 28 hours in a day? Yeah, I work wow. faster, you know. Sound- that's overtime. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did say something that uh, I always have a, a smile on my face. And to tell you the truth, I think, um, I think I just take it from where I grew up. Uh, don't get me wrong. I've been punched in the face a lot of times. I've been kicked and, and down. Um, but I just... I guess it's my energy or the way that I am that, yes, I acknowledge it and it did hurt, but I'm all about, okay, I got to get up. I got to keep moving. You have to. I you have know? to keep moving. I have to keep pushing. You uh, know what my, my thing the is? The longer I'm down, right. it's just a waste of time. You came here to the coffee shop shortly after we opened. And um, and uh, since then, we have uh, been down on our knees four times. This is the fourth time we're restarting. And I always say, if I'm falling down, wow. make sure I'm falling forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's more easy to get up and it's faster. Wow. So, you know, it's just, um, you just never give up, you know. But yeah. the, let's go to celebrities, which is next. Um, the next celebrity uh, performed for Madonna in, in New York City. No way. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. It's somebody that I just grew up with, and she, you know, she's 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 Madonna, man. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and that was uh, I think when she was doing the the Super Bowl. Did um, you like see her? Yeah, absolutely. We were all. It, it was at, at a house, and it was like did a house you, party. Did you touch her? Is she real? Yeah, I gave her a hug, gave her a kiss, and uh, yeah, it was fun. No way, you didn't kiss Madonna. Of course, why no way. I? Why Prove it. I? Um, Show me the lipstick. Why, why wouldn't I hug her and kiss her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Mrs. Material Girl. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Uh, so you went on a holiday with her then? Yeah. No, no, no. No. It was just. Uh, so next? It was just the night. Give me the list, man. Uh, You're just full of secrets. Come on. It's coming out of you. I would say a lot of also, uh, there's a genre called reggaeton. Uh-huh. I've done a lot of events and, and parties with, with a lot of them. Um I guess the one that everybody knows would be Daddy Yankee. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of people. I, putting me on the spot, I'm trying to think of all these people. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, tell people, would I mean, be proud of it. I mean, it's just... No, uh, no, I am. I am. I am. Don't keep it, uh, you know, in your drawer or somewhere, you know, just nobody see it. Just uh, share it. Share it. Are you here? Tell yeah. us. <laughs> Speak to me. Yeah. Anything else? No, no. Just... A lot of different people. Anything you want to tell me that your wife doesn't know? Uh, the celebrities. 
No, oh, Basilaris, no, no, no. She knows how much I love her. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, so you have uh, a lot of friends here in Naples. Uh, this is home, right? This is home, yes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you play uh, for a lot of people here around, like uh, in uh, private events, the Port Royal and other, you know, places like that? Absolutely, yes. And a lot of the country clubs and a lot of the homes, yeah. Port Royal, yeah. You, you're saying home, right? This nope. is a home. This is home. Well, this is this home is base. a home, but let's just uh, break this uh, break this news here. You're building home. Yes, I've been. My wife and I have been blessed. How uh, long you been preparing to build a home? I believe since 17 when it, we met, we've been wanting to 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 have a home together. So until to now, build. I mean, you're living somewhere. I would assume right. you know, in the yes, street, yes. like you know, most no, people. No, no. I live in the studio here. This is my. I sleep sometimes. I under the asleep. table. <laughs> no, sometimes <laughs> in the middle of the night, I have a neck pain, and I realize I slept two hours over the microphone. And back it's to funny. work. Yeah, back to work. So, so you building house. Yes, we're building a home. Uh, we actually did the closing uh, last June, June of 2022. Where and, is it? And it was going to be here in Naples. I know. I, I realized <laughs> that it's not going to be in Miami. But uh, is it in Golden Gate? or It's it's in Port Royal. Um, oh, really? No, I just wanted to see your, right. your face. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. It's just like I'm happy for people. Yeah, it's on Gordon Drive. Is it? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Oh, you don't want to give me others? Fine. Uh, I mean, is it, is it a nice lot? Is it uh, Yes, it's, it's two and a half acres, and that's what we really wanted. Do you have uh, a dog? Uh, I, I had one. I had, My son just passed away uh, this uh, this June. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, June 9th. What uh, was it? A little guy. Uh, he's uh, he was an American. <laughs> this guy's gonna make me tear up. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, his name was Maximus. Maximus. Uh, Maximus Cerrone. That's a cool name, man. Yeah, he's he was amazing. He was an American bully. Oh, yeah. let's just uh, let's just take a break from dogs. You may get another one, or I may get you one later on. When you have a sounds good. When you settle in house, I may get you dog. Yes, yes. So yes. Let's see how awesome. that's gonna work out if you kick me out of it. So uh, you're building home, and uh, I just uh, I just what was it two days ago? I just learned there's a situation. You want to tell us uh, more? So I, we have the you know we have the news from you. Yeah, so we 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 purchase uh, we're building. It's a new property. It's a new construction. Right. Uh, we picked the model. Uh, we've had a great experience with the with the builder. Uh, it, they're called uh, Metro Home Builders. Mm-hmm. Um, it, everything's been great. They broke ground in December mm-hmm. of 2022. They cleared the lot, and something that because of the profession that I do, I get to visit the lot. I get to go there a lot mm-hmm. uh, and see the the, the construction happening. So December they cleared the lot and they've done a lot and then in June um, we're up to drywall. So the house I would say is maybe 75% built, done. Mm-hmm. Um, so roof, uh, rooms, yeah, electric, got, plumbing, everything is fine. Yeah, r- well, well, not really. We have rough. Everything's rough. Right. So we have rough electric, rough plumbing. Right, right, right. Uh, we, we do have the roof. Um, but we don't have septic tank. There's, you know, there's still a lot of things that we right, don't right, have. Right. Um, but we are able to lock the house, pretty much. Right. So in June, we we were told that uh, from the builder that he's not going to build anymore. Why? And uh, he went bankrupt. And a lot of it is because um, I, we got the opportunity to speak with them. And again, we've never had a bad um, experience with them. It, it, again, I'm the kind of guy that I walk into a room and. I legitimately want to be your friend. I, I yes, I that's have, correct. I have that energy, and 
Um, I can only uh, put a stamp on it. Yes. <laughs> you know. So it was the same thing with, with the builder. We would go to the office and I would say hi to the girls and the people in the office and, and spend time with them and, and, and thank them and thank them for what they were doing. And, and, and I would share with them what I would see at the job site. I can see you as a customer, which would never be a headache. You know what I'm saying? Just like if there's a problem, you find a solution or somehow agree to something. So, so I mean, how did they explain it to you? It, it was more that I stopped seeing uh, construction. I stopped seeing movement on the property. Because six months, I mean, that maybe, I don't know, the size of the house. Well, but, they I mean, were moving. They were moving from, from December that they started all the way till June. Uh, did, I mean, they, six they, months is they, a long time. It should be done. They did. A, uh, well, Metro used to be big. They, they had over 100 homes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, were, they had a lot of property that they were building. And that's on private property? Uh, yes, yes. It's, it's not association or, or, right, right, or, right, right. or a condo or anything like that. Um, so once we started seeing that one week pass by, it was like, oh, well, it's, it's okay. But once we started seeing that three weeks and nothing was happening, then I started reaching out. Then I started seeing that nobody was at the office. And then that's uh, we just started seeing a lot of red flags. Um, How did you learn about it? Uh, an email. An email came in. An email not, came in. Not even like, not even like meeting. No, no. It, it was a big email. And it pretty much the, the owner said that he went bankrupt. Um, I, oh, you don't get bankrupt overnight. Uh, no, no. That he was going to file for bankruptcy. I know. But I mean, he probably knew about it when he started your house. Uh, you have to ask him. Oh, well, it's, I mean, logically, yeah. you don't go bankrupt like you wake up on Sunday morning and says, you know what, tomorrow is Monday. I'm just going to bankrupt tomorrow. And, and again, because of the, per, of the relationship that I had with the gentleman, we ended up meeting uh-huh. and, and having a face-to-face. After? Uh, yes, after. And uh, how did it went? Again, I, I don't hold it. I, I don't take it personal in regards to what happened. I, I get that business and... And you know anything could happen. Um, I just wanted a solution. Like, what's going you see, to happen? And this is just not a proof who you are, man. You yeah. know what I mean? You understand? So many that, people are telling me why? Why haven't you killed this guy? Why aren't you mad? Why aren't that, you that's this? Not you. But, but again, it's just like I, I can't channel my you energy. You understand one thing that is this is happening. God is giving you signal, and you just find a solution. Problems are here to be solved. I, I have to move again. Going back to that kid mentality, I just have to keep pushing forward. Right. You know? So um, he did tell us that a lot of it was that he was uh, upside down a lot of homes. So right now, because we're at 70, 75 percent done. We're down to our last draw at the bank. We did finance. I didn't pay cash for the house. <laughs> yeah, that's logically, you know, that makes sense. So, can you tell us what the situation is? If you, I mean, if you don't mind no, sharing no, some of all. the situation. So, so with, so so you, with you, the bank, right. uh, um, the bank has $45,000 left of our money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, every time that the gentleman would do work at the house and he would show proof, that he was doing everything and uh, the bank would give a check the, for the him ba- the bank will give it to him directly right right we'll make sure that it passed inspections make sure that everything that he did say that he spent was spent mm-hmm. and then they would disp- disperse the money to him uh, so luckily right now yes he, he did leave but thank god that he didn't leave unpaying people so there's no liens at the house oh good yeah it's great you know because the last thing I want is a, a 50 60 thousand yeah, dollar yeah 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 Concrete and that kill. can happen and happens a lot. Absolutely. Um, At least he was decent in that, you know. Just yes, yes, yes. Um, so when he told us that, that I'm not going to be able to finish your house with what the bank has. There's just no way. 
um, and he says, you're not the only one. So he was upside down on a lot of homes. There were some that he was going to make some money, um, but it looked like he was going to lose a lot of money. Lord knows he made a lot of money in the years behind, and you could start dissecting everything about the guy, but that's the main reason why he went out of business. Um, so now it's like he left over 60-something homes, close to 70, just in the air. So there's, I, I feel horrible uh, because there's all these homes are in different stages of construction. Some people don't have roofs. Other people have septic tanks. Other people don't have framing. Other people don't have electric. Some people have this. Some other people don't have that. Um, so it's just heartbreaking. And then all these stories start coming out. Um, my wife and I found out that there was an older couple and um, their whole life savings. You know, oh they came God. they came down from up north and they just wanted to retire. So they came down north and beautiful Naples and they, they bought they bought the house cash. You know, so what happens to those people? So, again, I, I can't concentrate on all of that, you know, and, and little by little, we've been just picking up the pieces that he has left behind and my wife and I. So from the moment that we wake up. Uh, again, I am super blessed to do what I do for a living because it's not like I, I perform every day. So it gives me a lot of time to to talk to people and, and meet with uh, subcontractors. and Right. But, you know, here we are, 20 some years in Naples. Yeah. Finally, first house, you know, finally you can officially put like a like a rubber stamp on your driver's license. This is my home. Yes. I'm not yes. moving. I built <laughs> I built my home. You know, it's just like no matter where you live. I came from Europe. So, you know, it, it, I didn't speak English. I didn't know anybody here. And now 26 years later, you know, this is my home. I yes. built my family here. I built my friends. You're just like this is where this is where you belong. And, yeah. and finally, you're building a house. Meaning cool. it, it was amazing the, the experience of sitting down and you know what I don't want this wall here or I want this room to be bigger uh, uh, we want this garage to look this way we wanted this to look that way so we really designed my wife and I our dream home what we were gonna love because I believe it or not I love being home I don't like being out and about because I'm always out I'm always you know doing what I do for a living that when I'm not working I just want to be home this is what people don't understand you know I mean you are not working like you're going to work eight o'clock in the morning and show up six o'clock I mean you have events mostly on weekends so you don't spend time with your family you spend that away and and during the week you may be around because you don't have the job where you you know clocked in and clocked out right um you know it's just uh, one of those things that there's no guarantee income there's no guarantee that uh, next week uh, is gonna be show <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. you, you i mean that's just like artists they, you never know when you sell that next painting and uh right. so that's the situation and, and um so tell us uh what the numbers look like i mean you you 70 uh 30 needs to be finished yeah yeah uh, and and uh, i mean the the money that uh, are that there's a gap or something there's a huge gap meaning we got we we got two different quotes uh quotes mm -hmm. uh, did you find contractor uh no because the contractor they all want a piece of you know they want to make money and i understand that but we're in a position that we just can't give ourselves that privilege to you know pay th that extra Premium. Right, so, so you need a contractor first to be able to finish the house. Right, you need for a reasonable price. You need a general contractor. Right, um, but we we talked a lot, and it was like over a month of talking with our bank and letting them know the situation. Like, you know what, um, we did get quotes; they're outrageous. I saw how much is uh, they're charging for this specific trade. 
um, we, we just can't afford that. Um, so we asked if we could do a builder owner, owner builder, I always owner get builder, that mixed right? up. Uh-huh. And um, they were like, no, you can't do that. And again, we just went back and back and telling them, I, I really don't want to foreclose on this on this property. You um, cannot do that. We cannot allow this to happen. So let's go. Uh, do yeah. you need contractor? No, no, thank you. You have one? No, we're, they, they allowed good. us. They allowed us to. Oh, do they? For okay, us good. to build. Yeah. So you're going to be, I mean, you put the hands to work. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a special moment when you're going to finally, because it will happen. I know it will happen. Yes, yes. Uh, when you're going to be sitting in the sofa one day, you're going to pop the champagne, the first one. It's gonna and be hopefully like, we can have a part two of this uh, absolutely and delivery. Anytime. But you know what? Uh, I just want to say it's going to be different now. When you're going to be sitting in that house, it's like I built a lot of things here around. And, and sometimes I just look it around and I was like, oh, I did this. I we, forgot. We, my wife and I really have learned a lot. We've really, really learned a lot about just construction. It, 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 a lot goes into it. I love going there because you just get to see all these different trades come in and they're doing their craft. Right. And I love to see that. Right. It, um, oh, it's concrete. It's a foundation. It is what it is. But no, when you see it come together and what they have to do to pour that foundation, I love all that. You I'm just a, have to I'm, have respect I'm, for this. I'm, you I'm know? a geek to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Every trade that will come in, I would just look at them because all the little tricks that they do, it's, it has taken them years and years and yeah. years to learn. And I'm just looking at, wow, look at look at him and look at her. Bring them lunch, their thing. cold water. Yes, yes. Uh, and absolutely. celebrate an end with them. <laughs> Don't forget to write their names and phone numbers. Uh, I know. have all of them. So so tell me, what what do you need to, to finish the house? It's going to be stages, right? Uh, one yes. is going to be financial. Maybe you need connections to another contractors. Tell me, what do you need? Um... As we're going is when I would know what I'm needing. I'm, I've been getting a lot of people, a lot of support in Naples, people reaching out to me. Um, but the news... Just, this is what... I, I'm sorry. Yes, I yes, just want to... This is what we always say. Divine Naples is about bringing communities together. If you were listening to our podcast, you already know, you know, what we do here is uh, it's just telling people, look, I mean, we are community. Right. We need to hold together. Today you need something, maybe tomorrow you need somebody else. It not necessarily have to be money exchange, right. but just never forget who helped you, who was there for you when, when you needed most. And this is perfect moment and you are just, uh, you know, the, the justification, yes. not a person saying this is the community. I'm part of it and, the, you know, I have a lot of friends, they're helping. So, you know, I'm so happy to hear that. Yes. And and uh, and just to, just to know that that it still works and not just in my dreams that you know we're building community but in behind the people are still like a givers and and you know they they are lovers they love people and and they do something for them and, and friends you know so tell yes. me what can I I mean what can I do and what how we can help right now everything is just about um, bringing in these trades and and, and paying them. You know, because we weren't thinking of spending this extra money. Right. Um, so we, we, we came to an agreement with the bank, with the builder, and this is how much it, the house was going to be. And at the end, I was going to get a key. But now it's like, I'm doing everything. My, right. wa- my wife and I are doing everything. And it's just, it's, it's overwhelming when you're just seeing, you know, this, uh, you know, f- flooring was this much and then uh, cabinets is going to be this much and then paint that. I had no clue how much paint was. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, yeah, a gallon of paint, $50. It's crazy. And yeah. then, you know, you have to prime it because there's new construction. And then you got to prime it inside right, because right. there's new drywall and mm-hmm. new stucco. And um, so it, it just the bills are just adding up. Right. Um, so 
what we're trying to do is so let me just say this i i know where we are i mean we are in naples and you know sometimes people just come from corner that you would not expect somebody coming and they give you a helping hand and uh, it happens to me in my life Mm. i told you over the phone um you know it happens to me and and i was in similar situation wow and you just uh you know two three months you're sitting in needles and then just one person one person shows up and write a check and uh you know so don't stop believing and i i mean i will try to you know uh, reach to some people because i know you if you have to play for somebody in his uh, rest of his life on the all the birthday christmases and and that's, uh, that's me you will do that yes because that's <laughs> what you agree to yeah but i just believe that uh, there's plenty of people here in naples that will uh they will reach up and help whatever they can yes so um i, I believe it uh, yeah so i would say you know contractors so we will just uh, we will say your phone number and everything on end yes yeah i mean if anybody knows any contractors that that are willing to you know uh, reach out and and uh, give a little hand or weekends after hours whatever it takes to to help you to finish your dream and and finally see something that you know you call home yes uh, and and um, you know you can post the pictures and maybe invite somebody for a big party that's your choice but uh, mainly we you know we need to invite people to uh gofundme page because you started or somebody started gofundme page for you yes it's going well but uh you know we just want to have that cushion reach that is necessary and so can you tell us uh, how that happened and how you you know how this works and where can people find it I'm 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 the kind of guy that I don't like bothering people. Uh, I know that, but that's why I'm saying it, not yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm basically like pushing you to say it. And I'm also the kind of guy that just doesn't like to ask for help. Um, I I just don't like bothering people. Um, so when but this listen. when this happened, we were just talking. My wife and I. Well, what are we gonna do? And okay, we could do this. We could do that. This is not bothering. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. Okay. And and. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say this to help you out, right? Okay. Because I'm just exactly same. You know, I I, I give give give. I mm. really ask. Yeah. I mean, if you would know what I what we've done here in the coffee shop, how much coffee is flowing for free out of the door? <laughs> I don't wonder why we don't making money. And just because I love people, and and I love to do something, and I love to see people smiling, and and just you know, create experience. I'm the same way. So when we got flooded, I mean, let me put it this way. Let me start this. When uh, we were planning to open this uh, whole, you know, the next door uh, coffee and wine bar, I said everybody who shows up in uniform uh, will receive everything for free. We don't advertise it, and a lot of times I surprise people, right? right. So um, when Fauci virus happened. Mm. Uh, I never shut down because we couldn't afford it. And secondly, I knew what that whole thing is. As you know, my personality is... Did you say Fauci? Fauci virus, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, um, you know my personality. I just don't play those games. And uh, when government says something, I do exactly the opposite. Yes. I came from different parts of the world. I've already been where we're going, right? So I know what's coming. Uh, So I was always open. In the end, uh, police came and they wanted to shut me down. Mm. And and they said we need to shut you down because only essentials have to uh, be open. I said what essentials? Yeah. And he goes like oh cleaning products. I said okay follow me. I got them got them inside. I went to kitchen, <laughs> opened the cabinet underneath of the sink. There was a used bleach gallon of bleach. There I put it, it on the countertop, put a little sticky note on it. Eighty five dollars. I went to the uh, bathroom, uh, slide down the toilet paper which was used. 
clearly used, uh, put $95 on it. And I said, I still essential now. You, you, you should, <laughs> yeah. You should see the cop being upset. I mean, he did a few profanities and, uh, we, and he said, do you need to shut you down? I said, the only way you can shut me down is shoot me. So, and he left. Wow. Three days later, everything, whole world stopped. I mean, I don't have to talk about it. Everybody still remember. Mm-hmm. And all of those cops have nowhere to go to the bathroom. They have nowhere to go to get a coffee. They have nowhere to go to get a lunch. And all of them were sitting here every single day. There's uh, five sectors in the Naples uh, uh, police, and they have nothing to do because nobody was outside. So why would they be patrolling, what, empty streets? So they were sitting here, and I designated a table for them. We had so much fun, and we grew together for the last three, uh, next next three months. And and (laughs) we were sitting, and we, we marked the table Area 51. Wow. The stories, the things that we've been talking. And then they put them in the street and they were patrolling at night. And I've been technically living here because, you know, we couldn't afford an employee. We didn't have make any money. I mean, giving away for a product hard. for free. It was free. very hard. Right. And, and uh, so I was delivering food to them. They were stationary on uh, entry points of the city. So, you know, I get like... Three uh, different times during the day, I always text them, what do you want? Uh, coffee, croissant, whatever, I brought it to them. So they were always in different zones. My little scooter, I had tray, I, I drilled like a little holder with the holes, I put coffees in it, I put the food under seat, and I was driving and giving him food. Same thing with the spa, we own spa, right? Uh, next door, uh, Divine Spa, which I have to plug it in, it's yeah, best, course, best rated spa in Naples, by the way. 13 years and we donate massages to uh, women from abuse uh, shelter mm. we don't talk about it yes. but the reason why i'm saying it is for you to start believing because when we got flooded mm-hmm. right um i uh first night uh, when I, there was no electricity no ice nothing cold to drink um, i mean mentally and I, I i'm just gonna say it honestly i mean it took me four months to mentally get over the fact what i've been through I was in army, I've been through a lot, and I tell you, if there's not a flood, I let, put me in army back. I, I go in army. I don't want to go through the flood anymore. It just, uh, you have businesses that uh, we lost so much, and uh, now every inch the water was coming up, I was really realizing what we're losing. The next day, when we had no food, no nothing, I went to work, a few friends, we start, you know, ripping everything out. Police came and start bringing us dinners. Mm. Every night, yeah, hot dinners, back. and and um, day three, they were the first one who came, and they brought me a check for two thousand dollars, and uh, yeah, my d- tears. I mean, tears came out. You know, we can be men as you want, right. and I was like, why? And uh, uh, Jesse, which was responsible for that, because he's uh, um, of the uh, president of the union, he said, uh, because you always been here for us. Wow. Yeah, the good guy. I said, did you check with everybody? He said, everybody told me we have to do it. I said, well, where the money came from? This is from our fund, which we put money in every month. If something happens to one of us, this is for our families. Wow. So that just tells you. And the reason why I'm telling you this, I have just goosebumps just yeah, thinking yeah. about it. You're one of them. Believe there's somebody who knows you. Mm-hmm. We just don't know your situation. Yeah. And they will uh, extend their hand and they will help. Believe that you will be in your house by end of the year. Maybe earlier. I hope earlier. And this situation is just temporarily. So don't stress out, man. Just let it go. Naples is a very magical uh, place. And even 
even if you don't believe there is people watching you i was watching you for years yeah. before i approached and said hey my name is this and that <laughs> yes, <laughs> just yes. like i know you yes. <laughs> without of you knowing me yes. so there's a lot of people that uh I, i'm sure they will they will uh, extend a hand and and you know i'm sure you will find a way how to reward them yeah or somehow return the favor we were just brainstorming of how we're going to put everything together and and my wife came up with the idea she was like oh the gofundme yes i've heard of it before um but i just didn't want to go that route and again because of the bothering of people i didn't want to just do that so i kept on telling you know what let's hold off let's let's see what we could do and and we'll we'll do it later um she kept on bringing it up and i was like you know what let, let, let's do it um, we ended up doing it and it's just been overwhelming for me and and my wife and i when we get a donation doesn't matter the amount our first thing is like how are we going to pay this back and I know a lot of people are telling me, oh, you shouldn't think that way. You know, they are loving, they are giving, they are supporting, they are donating. But it's just that mentality of how do I pay this back? And it's just very overwhelming. I, there's so much gratitude. Um, yes, there we do get emotional um, when we do see people donating and yeah, it, it, I've never lived this before. Let me say something. Um, this is absolutely amazing country. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm humbled to be here. I'm privileged to just be living this life. One thing I learned is uh, um, Americans are a little different. You know, you grew up in the family that didn't have much, so you didn't, you couldn't share much, and probably people didn't do much for you other than just to help you. You know, if you needed uh, knock the nail, they hold the hammer. You know, just people mm. help you physically. Yeah. Here, this whole uh, mentality is set up: if I can, I help, and they don't ask for anything. People are very generous. Yes. And and I'm just so grateful to be here and and just be part of this uh, society that is so generous. And and even if they can, they help around the world, somewhere in Africa, they go and travel and uh, help people there. You know, or they send money to people that they need it. So don't feel like you have to return anything because next time, just think about paying forward. Next time you yeah. see something on the GoFundMe and you can afford it. Uh, I'm sure you will not be thinking twice because you now know how it feels. Oh no! From now on, yeah, GoFundMe is going to be, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly what you just said. So let me just say this: um, if there's any chance for anybody to spare uh, some, uh, you know, uh, financial help uh, that you have some extra, uh, no matter what it is, if it's ten dollars or anything more, I'm sure you're gonna get blessed. But uh, you know, the appreciation you will feel it because I'm sure. Um, you know, this family will make you uh, feel they know who you are. Um, it go to GoFundMe and uh, search for help Seron family. Let me spell it C E R O N family. Correct. And you will find the page, read the story. If you feel like, uh, uh, you know, we touch you and uh, that you can do something, just go ahead. In the case, if you can. You know, uh, we will uh, have phone numbers uh, on the notes, on the uh, podcast notes. And uh, I want to say you can reach Chris at 239-595-1291. And uh, you can uh, visit his website, which is uh, DJ Seron, C-E-R-O-N.com. And also Facebook and Instagram. 
um, is uh, with the handle uh, so facebook.com uh, slash forward slash DJ Seron or instagram.com DJ Seron. Did I uh, say it right? You said it fantastically. Yeah, well. I'm very blessed that I was able to get Seron on, on all of the, you know, different formats. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I tell you what, we, we do exactly the same thing uh, in our language. We What we see, we read. We don't oh, yeah. change things. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, so I just make sure I said it right. Before we wrap it up, you, you want to say anything? else no i want to say thank you so much for having me um, this is not over yet oh it's not it's i not. have always on the end i have five questions oh sounds great so we can learn <laughs> a little bit more about you right <laughs> sounds good what is your favorite color my favorite color i love black black yeah i like black like the black hat you have with the new york yankees i'm a huge yankee fan are man. you yeah I've, i lived in the stadium as a kid you know i would go a lot to the bronx and and watch them play Awesome. Big Yankee fan. In the new stadium or the old one? Both, both. Meaning, well, growing up, it was definitely the old one. I had a, a friend and a customer that uh, from previous business, and he uh, had an electrical company, mm. and he gifted me a picture from helicopter of both stadiums standing before they knocked down the before old one. Before they knocked them down. Very wow. special. Very beautiful yeah yeah so you know it's just uh wanted I, to I, mention. I, I wish they would in the case if you're interested maybe you can look at it yes I'm yes, not yes. <laughs> I, I wish they would have kept the old one yeah right beautiful to you know keep it but uh, they said they have hofa bird in it really that jimmy place. yeah i don't know maybe he's now <laughs> somewhere in this in the garbage uh, you know the process oh, wow. already um best country you ever visited uh spain really yes europe yes why everything is just it has it has a history you know uh when i went there i visited a couple of places but barcelona was hands down the most beautiful place i've you know been to uh, there was a lot of places that i went to that for the first time in my life my eyes i just couldn't comprehend what my eyes were seeing really yeah so it was it was just a lot of beauty very pretty so you speak that language so i mean that makes it easy right yes 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 and um did you visit mallorca mallorca no no i did go to uh, figares i'm a huge art uh person uh, my brother's also an artist uh, juan diaz i have to I have to plug him. did you spend some time on the beach there uh well they don't they do and they don't have a beach in barcelona no barcelona but i mean if you traveled yes 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 i have you I swim did. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I learned how to swim here because in Brooklyn it's very hard to yeah, learn know, how to swim. Right? Yeah. So did you swim in Spain? Uh, no, I didn't go in the. I didn't go in the. So in you the don't pool. know if the water is wetter. Mm, maybe um, it's drier. Maybe wetter. I'm gonna yeah. say. So yeah. you need to go again. I, I I shall. Yeah. So what's your secret power? My secret power is uh, pushing forward. Pushing forward. Yeah. Hands down hands down yeah being positive all the time there you are i mean i'm i'm really happy for people like that you know no matter yeah. what happens to you to you in your life you still came with the perfect mood you know yeah you have to. you had to take a couple shots before you started no no you know what's gr- two shots when people of espresso oh espresso <laughs> okay okay yeah uh, so next question is steak or salad I'm going to say salad. Um, it's been a long time uh, that I don't eat meat. Um, so so you salad. don't eat meat at salad. all? No. I, I was actually talking to my wife about it. Uh, I was thinking of going back to not red meat, um, probably like chicken or just to have a little more variety of you know, what I eat. But no, no, no meat. No meat? You see what we're learning? 
Yeah. Did you see how I have these questions? I see. Because you didn't say that about yourself. No, I didn't. I have to pull it in the end, almost like an end, end line. Before finish line, you're telling me those things. <laughs> Something people don't know about you. Something that people don't know about me. I would have to say uh, I have never, ever taken any kind of drugs. Um, nothing. I don't have any tattoos and I don't have any piercings. We have absolutely same thing. Really? Yeah. Hey. I didn't even have drugs in my hand. No, no. Meaning growing up in Brooklyn and growing up in New York City, it's very hard not to be around it. Um, so I'm not going to say that I haven't been around it, but it just has never interested me. I'm, I'm going to say because of the love, uh, the respect and the fear that I've had of my parents growing up. And uh-huh. I just never wanted to disappoint them. And I just know how hardworking they, they are and how they wanted to push forward that I just never got into that. I just knew that it, it would crush them. And I would say that that's the same reason why I, I never got the tattoos. And Lord knows I've always wanted them. And the reason why I don't have any piercings either. I guess it's an old school thing. You know, when you have respect for parents uh, yeah. and, and you don't want to disappoint them, this is what I said uh, just a little bit before. If you grow up in the like a family which is unprivileged yeah. and you have to save and turn every dollar in your hand and thinking what, you know, I do, can I or maybe I need it, you know, just like it's it's just affects you rest of your life. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's not just you, but you're also going to bring kids that are completely different. Right, because that mentality is going to be transferred to a new generation, and uh, I, I have beautiful daughter, and and I'm sure that you teaching her exactly the same manners, and uh, yeah, absolutely, and, and respect just for parents is one of the most important things, and and uh, the fact that you don't want to disappoint your, I'm I'm sure your your parents uh, are probably very proud of you that you know you what you do and where you at. Yes, yes, and um, you know. If I hope they're gonna hear this, this uh, <laughs> hi mom, hi dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna hear this, and um, you know that's gonna be something that you're gonna be very happy that you still in your age still have that, and and you still don't want to disappoint them. And um, you know, I, I just think another thing which for me the second reason is you have only one body. Yes. And uh, you know, there's so many dangerous things throughout the day that you're going through and you're trying to avoid and mm. just ditch from. You know, speaking of driving and, you know, anything else, chemicals and food and everything, adding to it, mm. it's just like, we really want to live here. I mean, we, if you're a happy person, you don't need those substances. Right. I, I mean, for me, take your ibuprofen. I feel like, a, you know, I just have to talk to myself, like, do I really? I mean, I do literally, I have to? yeah, it's just like, I feel so bad if I really do. It's just like very rarely, I, you know. I'm the same way. I'm the same way, meaning just be careful what you put in your body and I had to take up a profile when we were taping the a show 399 and I want you to listen to it because okay. you're going to learn something new <laughs> okay I will yeah, yeah so um, you know uh, actually oh 417 417 417 I sent it to you I apologize that 399 was mem- uh, remembers for something else you know but um, I want to thank you for being here no thank you thank you and, and before is- we wrap it up uh, you know how, how was it it was f- great. Yeah. Well, yes. Still not nervous? No, no, no. I was never nervous. How could I be nervous with you? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> nominate three people that we should know that we should get in the studio for same thing. Uh, three people that should be in this studio? Yeah. Three people out top of your head right now that have business and you know about our passion and, and we sh- three people we should reach at that you would like to hear their story. 
I would definitely say uh, Juan Diaz. He's an artist. From uh, Naples. He's from Naples, okay. Florida. Fantastic. Yeah, you could go to JuanDiazArt.com. Uh, his story is beautiful. I think his, I his, know him. His art is amazing. Yeah, he's a painter, right? Uh, yes, he's a, a extremely t- uh, talented artist. I think he painted uh, something here in this building. He he's painted a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. And let's say the bank that's literally across the street from here. Uh-huh. He has a piece in there um, that they they bought for their uh, personal. He's young young guy. Yeah, very young guy. Yeah, yeah. He's very very, very, very talented. nice personally. Yeah. So I think uh, having him here and picking his brain, I think, would be great. Next, uh, Juan Diaz. The second person. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, who would He's be? He's got a, a twin. Who, <laughs> I was gonna say all three of them. One. Uh, I promise we've reached at them. I yeah, mean, yeah. it's no joke. Yeah, you should. Um, who else? Um, I'm I'm drawing a blank. There's just so many great people. That That's live embarrassing. Here. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anybody who has business, you know, you're dealing with. You know, just like a favorite restaurant and, um, you know, bakery, I don't know, dry cleaner, uh, car service. I think... Uh, somebody fix cars. I think, anything. I think someone that's very talented also at what she does. Uh, her name is Lisa London. Lisa London. Yeah, and she and she does, she's a, a wedding planner or an event planner. Um, and she's really, really talented and she gets it. Um, I, I don't tend to work with a lot of planners. Uh-huh. Um, but when I do see her at, 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 at the venue, I, I, it puts a smile on my face because I just know that she gets it. She understands it. Um, so she's very talented and she right. has a lot of stories to say. And you got a one more name you're going to need to pull up out of the hat. Uh, one more name out of the hat. Um, I don't know. I could I think about it and come back to it? No, you need question. to say it right now. Right now. Um, God knows when I'm going to hear from you. You're going to be full of drivel and doing things that you don't, you know. No, no, right now have the, the whole world is revolving around this house. So That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll be at the house. <laughs> um, I would guess that the last person, I was just trying to think outside the box, but the last person that I would say, um, it's one of the guys that, got me to really think about doing this for a living that I do Uh, and he saw something in me and really pushed me and kept on telling me you need to do that and and go for it and I'll help you with it and uh, so I'm I'm in debt with him forever because Uh of that because he really put that energy to for me to become a DJ and that gentleman's name is uh, Brett Foreman and uh, he plays in a band. What band? Uh, the Brett Foreman band. Oh, really? Yeah, he's extremely talented. Um, I don't think he has ever, ever worked a day in his life. I think from the moment that he was born, uh, it's been with a guitar around his neck. You don't work either. You're just <laughs> having fun. Yeah, so he's always been in a band. Uh, he's a songwriter. Um, very, very talented, uh, especially when he sings live. Uh, he's, he's, when you he's do something you love, that's not a work. No, it's not. It's, it's not. sharing the passion. You know, just it's just luckiest people in the world can only do that. It's yes. just very selected. I think because I've been doing it for so long. Um, not that I take it for granted, but I, yeah, it, it is. Uh, I I see it as a normal thing that I get to do what I love for a living, and it, it, it's like why why aren't you doing that or why aren't you doing that? And yeah, it, it's it's hard. It's hard for people to 
to wake up every morning excited and happy for what they do. That's awesome. So now uh, this was almost one hour, 30 minutes. I promise you one hour. It, it was like a, it, it felt, goes it fast, felt, right? It feels like 20. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I want to thank you for sharing your story and being here and taking your time out of your busy life and also, you know, sharing your personal situation. No, thank uh, you. Thank uh, you. My pleasure. And I hope we will find, uh, you know, solution and we can help. And, and I'm sure I know Naples is very special on this and you, you, you'll be fine. And uh, I know it sounds <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> I've been in this situation, man. Yeah. It's just you don't know how quickly this thing can turn. People will help. No, it's, it's true what you said. In regards to that one person um, changing everything, yeah, uh, and, and there are people like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully we, my wife and I, get to finally move in and and enjoy this house that we're building. No, 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 building. you need to throw the party, yeah. and then you can enjoy. I've actually been talking about it. I'm like, the only way that I could pay people back is if hopefully we get to be into the house um, before November and have a huge, huge Thanksgiving party. Yeah. Uh, so and you hook up your forces with the beer, so everybody goes kitchen. Just this have thing. everything there, you know, from music. Uh, again, it's just celebrating and having everybody that has helped us and put in their little grain of rice. Put that vision in your head; it will happen. I will. I will. So, uh, for all these three nominated people, yes. uh, you want to tell them how is you know how you felt uh, with this interview? Just so make sure they're nervous. They don't say it's no very, to me. No, it's very natural. It's it's very fun. It's very just. It's it feels very light in here. You're, you're very welcoming, and so you you will come back. I, I, whenever you want <laughs> awesome. I'm a phone call away there you have it uh, DJ Seron facebook.com as forward slash DJ Seron same thing with Instagram 239-595-1291 DJ Seron.com um, you know we are community and I think uh, if you uh, got that far you had patience to listen to one and a half hour please reach out uh, you know and uh, just uh, ask simple question what can I do because uh Uh, you never know when you're gonna need help and we are here as a community and thank you just stick together thank you thank you thank you for being here thank you for having me thank you pleasure have a good night ciao peace